Hello there, my name is Danny Yeoman, wild bird expert for Pets Corner and developer of Peter and Paul Bird Foods. Welcome to the next of a number of podcasts detailing some of the amazing birds that we see and feed in our garden. Every week we're looking at a different bird and this week we'll be looking at the splendid red kite. Reintroductions are difficult. Once a species has become extinct in a country, other animals move in to fill the niche, and trying to bring the animals back is by no means a certain success. In the case of the red kite, however, it's been a great success. This magnificent bird, with its broad wingspan and elegantly forked tail, was once a common bird of prey in urban Britain, and a much appreciated one too. A scavenger by nature, it helped to clean the streets of rubbish, and by the 17th century its hunting grounds in London were even protected by royal decree, so useful were they at keeping down disease. A century later, however, drainage systems and better hygiene kicked in, and the red kite needed to move elsewhere for its meals, and began to lose its favoured status. Taken to the countryside, it soon became hated by gamekeepers and farmers alike, who accused it of stealing their stock and, by leaving poison carcasses out, they rapidly saw off the bird. As the 19th century drew to a close, the red kite had been hounded out of both England and Scotland and had just one remaining stronghold in the valleys of Wales. The situation was no better in the next century, but in the 1990s an ambitious new plan was hatched to bring the red kite back, to introduce birds from Spain and Sweden to carefully selected sites in Scotland and the Chilterns. Within a few years they were breeding, and today their number of successful breeding pairs has reached 4,000 and climbing. To see these amazing birds wheel slowly above your head is an awesome sight and many homeowners attempted to leave food out for them to entice them into their garden. There are pros and cons to consider when feeding kites. There is no conservation reason to provide additional food for red kites as enough natural food is available to sustain a natural healthy population. So maybe it's better instead to watch them wheel in the sunshine as they concentrate on building their numbers back up to sustainable levels once again. The red kite has been described as the most beautiful bird of prey in Britain. The plumage is a wonderful mixture of black, chestnut, grey and reddish brown and the underwings have an obvious white patch contrasting strongly with the jet black wingtips. In flight, the red kite's most noticeable feature is its long, deeply forked tail. The wingtips are strongly fingered, and the bird's soaring flight is one of the most graceful sights in the British countryside. The red kite sounds almost like a flying cat, emitting a slightly haunting meow call, which becomes very loud when low-flying group is calling together. During the courtship season in March, red kites are a sight to see. 
The male and female play together by flying quickly towards each other, pulling out of a collision only at the last moment, sometimes even clashing talons in the process. Red kites tend to be monogamous and usually pair for life. A red kite's nest is an untidy arrangement of sticks lodged in the fork of a tree and often built on the base of an old crow's nest. The nest is lined with sheep's wool and then decorated with man-made materials such as pieces of paper, plastic or cloth. Actually, the red kite had a reputation for stealing garments left out to dry for use as nest decorations, and Shakespeare referred to this habit when he wrote in A Winter's Tale, when the kite builds look to lesser linen. A clutch of one to four eggs are laid in April, and the bulk of the incubation duties are undertaken by the female. The male stays close to the nest at this stage, guarding against attacks by crows and other potential nest robbers. After about seven weeks, the young birds leave the nest, but remain dependent on their parents for food for a further three to four months. In the wild, the red kite is an opportunistic feeder and scavenger, feeding mainly on carrion. They are also known to frequent landfill sites and can be seen scavenging together with the gulls. Being an opportunistic bird, it will also take live prey such as small mammals and small birds, usually the sick, weak or injured. Beetles and worms also feature high on a red kite's menu. There are many birds that people might expect to see in their garden, but for most red kites are not one but a growing trend of people providing food for red kites, however, is changing the garden bird scene in some parts of the country. The opportunity to see this magnificent bird of prey from the comfort of one owns living room is almost irresistible, and householders are tapping in to the red kite's willingness to take scraps from gardens in order to get a good view of them. Concerns have grown, however, about feeding this species, including what to feed them and when, and about how such provisions might strain neighbourly relationships. A collaborative group including Natural England, the Southern England Kite Group and the Zoological Society of London have issued some sensible best practice guidelines. So firstly, the right food. The best food to provide red kites are those based solely on small mammals, so frozen mice that you commonly bought for reptiles can be fed. Cooked or processed meats should be avoided, and meats that do not contain skin or bone should only be provided sparingly. It is best to mimic natural foods eaten by red kites, since these are most likely to contain a full complement of the required nutrients. The corpses of animals found in the wild are best avoided because they might be diseased or might contain poisons. The next thing you need to consider is a feeding schedule. Feeding in the afternoon so the kites use their natural foraging habits during the earlier part of the day is recommended. There is no evidence that food supplementation causes wild birds to lose their natural foraging ability, but it's likely to benefit individuals if they keep their skills well honed.
Uneaten food should be removed at the end of the day so that vermin and other scavengers are not attracted overnight. The next thing you need to consider is talking to your neighbours. Before trying to attract red kites into your garden, have a chat with your neighbours. The meat that you provide to red kites won't only attract them, but also other scavengers, such as crows and gulls. Consider too whether your neighbours might be intimidated by these large birds of prey flying over their garden. Now red kites in the United Kingdom are not migratory. The young birds will often go and walk about in their first year once they have left the nest. However, they normally return to where they were born to breed. As I've already mentioned, red kite numbers are on the rise, and long may that continue. Sadly though, red kites in Britain still fall victim to illegal persecution. In England it is estimated that as many as 80 birds have been killed by poison baits during the last 10 years. These are often intended for crows and foxes, but they are indiscriminate and the kite, with its scavenging habits, is frequently the victim. An additional threat is posed by the highly toxic rat poisons used to control rats. Red kites are at risk if they scavenge on the rats that have been poisoned and subsequently die. In addition, the kite's eggs are a target for egg collectors. Whether you live in the town or country, you can help look after garden birds by providing a wildlife-friendly garden that includes water and having the very, very best foods available, foods like Peter and Paul. For more information regarding Peter and Paul wild bird foods, please check out the Peter and Paul website at wwwpeter and paulcom or pop into one of their wonderful Pets Corner stores and the nearest store to you can be found at the Pets Corner website at www.petscorner.co.uk Well that's it from me, I hope you've enjoyed this look at red kites. For further birds please continue to check out the stream and I look forward to speaking to you soon.